So this week on a very special Top 5 for Fighting, we're going to go through all of the Oscar-nominated movies that we care about. All right, and that wraps up this year's Oscar episode. What about that one with the guy, <laughs> with the thing? With the dude in in the thing? <laughs> this week on Top 5 for Fighting. We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades, decades of years. De- That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are, oh, are yeah, going to yeah. talk about spoilers That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's going <laughs> to shit on something. <laughs> Tell so you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just, you're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this, this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house, just hauling <laughs> ass, but underwear, probably naked ass too. In his underwear, hauling ass. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. Was there even anything like really that came out last year that was eligible for Oscars? Because with the Dune's got ten nominations for something. It's the only movie that really they had. They did have their token. Um, yeah, I said it. That's all right because I'm gonna say it later. Their token. Uh, not, not even know what you would call it. Fake. Let's just call it a fake nomination for uh, comic book movies. Just trying to fill, just trying to fill a void that we yep. know that's not going to win. Visual effects. That's where they put all the comic book oh, movies. Yeah, like, it. okay, here's just we'll just th- throw you a bone. Fuck off, Oscars. Nobody cares. Dune is by far. If I put all of even these little movies, like movies that nobody's ever heard of, Dune, absolutely the best movie of the year last year, without question. When that you is see Spider Man. Um, different kind of movie. I mean, Spider-Man is just like our summer blockbuster Marvel movie. It's huge. It's awesome. Um, Dune is like, it's intense. Well, Dune's a movie that's got strong roots as far as, you know, like novelizations go. So right. It has a world that's been built. I can see that. It's, is it, is it on, it's not on HBO right now, is it? It's, it's still not back yet. I don't know when it comes back because I was actually just checking it this weekend. Um, I was going to give that a rewatch, but. Yeah, that that, need to watch that may be a movie that I just actually get the 4K disc and, huh? and watch on my TV. I mean, for, well, for you the, can buy 4K on Vudu. You can. I always like. Is it still just as good? Yeah. as having the disc. I can tell the difference. Can you? I can tell the difference between the 4K and the and the regulars. Um, but but let me take that back. I can tell that there's something different, but I don't have. Even though I have a 4K TV, 4K is not 4K. Like Blu-ray is supposed to be 1080, mm-hmm. and then 4K is supposed to be 2160. But the TVs that I buy, you know, the $350 TVs from Walmart, they're not like the OLED TVs where you're going to throw it up there and you're going to be like, oh, my. like when you originally went from VHS to DVD and you were like, holy yeah. crap. But it's it's the 4K format. Now, I can tell the difference when I play a 4K DVD in my DVD player out in the living room as opposed to a regular Blu-ray, I can see that difference. Right, but that TV out there is nicer too. So. First 4K movie I've bought since I mean, obviously now that we have the PS5, I mean I've was like I, I'd want some like 
I'm I've always been like I want the movie. Like I want it. I just I, I've always been that way too. And I was at one point where I had movies like you do and I got rid of a bunch because mm-hmm. it was just it, for one it was just time cuz I was running out of places to store them all and honestly how many of those are my rewatching so I got rid of a shit ton and I kept the important the ones. Special ones yeah. The, yeah, the the absolute I'm not getting rid of this movie and I have I don't know maybe 20, 30, maybe, Blu-rays. But I did go out, and I did get the Justice League Snyder version on 4K, and I started watching that, and boy, shit, does it make a difference. I thought the HBO version was in 4K. It could be. I just, I wanted that. I wanted to have that on on disc. I prefer the physical copy. So, yeah. I I always have. It's just, it's like comic books. But what I'm finding is, is that if you're a, what do they call it, a a bargain shopper or Mm -hmm. a, a bargain hunter, you kind of have to play the you have to play the the fence there because sometimes you'll go on Amazon and you'll find it because half of what you want now if it's not out released in the last three weeks you're not getting it anywhere except Amazon because Target doesn't have it because they don't carry all that stuff anymore. I go on Amazon and they want thirty nine ninety five for it, but Voodoo wants sixteen. Well, because there's no physical copy. Yeah, that's a no brainer. But ninety nine percent of the time they want just as much for it on Voodoo right as they do at to buy the copy at Target. So if I buy the copy at Target, typically when you buy like the 4K version, it comes with a digital copy, so that's just as good. Right. But you know, it, I, I just kind of you know bank for the buck type thing. Dune is definitely one of those movies that um, I will want to have. I want to watch it, but it's not something I want to watch on my phone at work. I definitely want to see it on at least my TV. God, I so, wish you would have went to see it at IMAX that I know, one weekend. I know it's, that was back when I didn't have a real job. It was uh, well, I mean, that was a month ago. Remember I see? Oh no, I'm not going to IMAX. Fuck IMAX. Why? I, I don't know. I just felt like saying. Oh that. okay. <laughs> it's the seats aren't I, as good. I will working. say, but the the sound in the screen is. I mean, it's not a it's not a big drop off from Dolby. It's really not. If anything, I think the picture's better in IMAX. The sound is not as good. They but the say it is, better. but it's. I mean, it's not enough to where I'm going to be like, oh no, I'm I'm not going to see it in IMAX. Like there are times when I can actually see nipple through the shirt in IMAX. Big but fan. You can't see it in Dolby. Yeah, big. big well, fan. It's the fa- my favorite reason. Hey, that's how you win Oscar awards here at Top Five for Fighting. Just saying. <laughs> I don't have a. I don't. I don't have a problem. Back to the Oscars thing. I don't have an issue with them nominating a lot of the movies that they do for Oscars. It it doesn't bother me because it's just like music. Movies are just like music. That different types of music or movies all speak, subjective. speak to people different ways, right? Yep. But don't tell me that because it's got Spider-Man in it that it can't be Best Picture or or something like that. That that's it's very frustrating that they don't acknowledge. It's almost it's almost like they won't acknowledge it if it's a popular movie. They oh, well, this, won't. This movie this movie was made by Carl in um you know in San Diego and nine people saw it. Best Picture nailed like, why, it. Why is it Best Picture? Because you think. Come on, snobby old whites. That's why. That's re- it's really what it is. It, it is. They hate comic book movies, and that's what I mean when they have this token subject. Now we're, we're just gonna stuff the popular stuff into this one. Oh, you had a cool visual effects. Yeah, it fucking did, and it made all the money. Yeah, it, it's well, so. It, what are people seeing more? And and I'm not basing that on right. quality of the movie. You, you can never qual- base it on that. Right. Some people fucking hated Avatar. I don't know how or why, but some people hated it. It's just not their thing, but it made a billion, bill, how, how many billions did it make? Oh, 
uh, it was the biggest at one time. It was like $1.1 or something. And then Endgame went past. But then they re-released Avatar, I think, a year ago or two years ago. And then it over it took its they, title back. But then they re-released Endgame. It, it's just a nonstop <laughs> fight, which is funny. But, yes, I do acknowledge popularity doesn't equal a good movie. Yeah. But at the same time. That doesn't mean it's pop- if it's popular, it's not good. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes that's right. Sometimes there's people going to spend more than a billion dollars to watch a movie because it's fucking good. That'd be an interesting rabbit hole to go down because it's hard. In my opinion, it's hard to say, and movies are different now. Movies are completely different now. You can make a whole movie on a screen or on a stage and... You know what I mean? Yes, you. Yes, they used to make them on a stage before, mm-hmm. like in the '30s and the '40s. But it, you, you weren't in outer space with stuff blowing up. You know, right. so it's you can do it all on the computer. But that's that's what it is now. There's a lot of movies that still take advantage, even if they're not blockbuster movies, of advantage of CGI and 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 computer uh, blah blah blah. It'd be interesting to go back and see, like, a movie like Star Wars, which. I'm sorry. If you know someone that doesn't like Star Star Wars, you need to sever your relationship with them now. Move along, right? And I get it; it's not for everybody. But there, I don't. Was it was it widely accepted by critics, or was it just popular in the theaters? Remind all, me to tell you the story about Amy and Star Wars last night when we get to it. All the uh, let me write it down. Amy yeah. and Star Wars. Uh-huh. All the all the movies that are now like iconic in in our in our history in in move in movie theater in movie history. Was 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 like Rocky. Rocky was best picture. It won. It did. It won best picture, but it didn't win best action or actor. And was but two wasn't. Were other movies that were popular back then? Were they critically acclaimed or were you know it would be? Was it Rocky two the same exact movie except Rocky one? Yeah, except he wins at the end. That's uh, the only no, difference. That's what I mean. Rocky won, me- meaning he defeated Apollo. That's the only difference between the two movies. Uh, well, the the biggest difference is the fact that okay, so his it's supposed to be about his development as a you know growing up as a man. Sure. In the first one, he was fighting because that's all he knew. Right. And the second one, he had made the choice to try and be a better person, yeah. a husband, blah 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 blah. And then when she says, "Hey, okay, you know what? Beat his ass," and he did. So, all right. So basically, the principle of Rocky too is that you can't win unless you got a girlfriend. I mean, that's basically all it is, right? No, it would just be neat to see. You know, how did they? How did they shit on Rocky? Was was it accepted? I don't know. You, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. I think the biggest difference is there's no, there was no social media. Fair enough. Not everybody had an opinion. But the crazy thing is, is that these movies now that are getting nominated for Best Picture would not, no one would know about them if it wasn't for social media. Or the Oscars. Or the Oscars. Let's be honest. If they weren't nominated for the Oscars, no one would give shit all about 90% of these movies. Did you write down Best Picture nominees? I did not. Oh, okay. Tell me a story about Amy. I'm going to look them up because I'm curious. Um, I mean, really... You don't have to trust me. I know you I don't, don't have, to. have to. I know I don't have to, but I I'm curious. So yesterday was my birthday. Happy birthday! Had a nice thank you. Had a, had a very cool, relaxing birthday weekend. Um, still had to work yesterday. I mean, I had nothing really else going on, so I wasn't about to waste a PTO day. I'm already taking time off to go to Michigan later this week. So um, had a cool, you know, a nice laid back day. Get home. She brought home steak, shrimp cocktail, and you know she got me that really sweet Bengals mug. So I mean, it was a decent birthday. 
No complaints. We still have a big which, night planned out in a couple weeks. Which is about all we can hope for at our age now Down, anyway. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I probably do go a little over the top for birthdays for, you know, any, like a 49-year-old should not celebrate their birthday like I do. But, hey, you made it another year. Good for you. Fucking celebrate. What's not to celebrate? You're not dead, right? Fucking get after it. Absolutely. Okay? So we go through, get home. I cook up the steaks. Yeah, I'll have one. Um, cook up the steak, had a shrimp cocktail because short side story. My grandmother used to always make me my own cherry cheesecake and my own shrimp cocktail every year for my birthday. Cause she knows those are two of my favorite things. Yeah. Hell yeah. Not for anybody else. It was my own personal cherry cheesecake in my own shrimp cocktail. Grandma sounds fucking dope. Grandma was a home run every year. Christmas birthdays that there was no, no better place to be. But anyway, nice night. She gets home. Have a super nice dinner, laid back, chilled, well, whatever. And then I decided to push my luck. So like 6.30, I'm like, hey, how about uh, since it's my birthday, we watch a Star Wars movie. And then she quickly says, how about we just do it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> she's already got me figured out. <laughs> uh, she's like instantly, all I have to do. What Anytime I want some loving. What is this it of which she speaks? All I've got to say is, hey, how about uh, we watch Star Wars movie? God damn, she hates Star Wars that much? So She just can't get into it. All right. She just can't. Fair I, enough. And it is what it is. Good enough. She has sat through her fair share of Mike movies. Okay. So it was just funny. Like, that's 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 all I have to do now. Like, that's my instant guarantee of some loving. So is it going to be Empire or Jedi tonight? What do we do? Oh, oh, that. Oh, all right. I'm down. TV's off. Click. And away we go. All right. So I just thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that's that's very funny. She's fucking smart. <laughs> but then again, I'm not exactly that hard to figure out. <laughs> The book is not very thick. I'm not exactly Atlantic Ocean Deep over here. Understood. Actually, Pacific Ocean's deeper, but you know, whatever. That's All fine. right. So, um, Nightmare Alley. Yep. That's Don't. Guillermo del Toro, I think. That's Bradley Cooper and Guillermo del Toro. Hellboy guy. Don't look up, which is supposed to be very good. And it's a Netflix movie. Yep. So now Netflix can be nominated yes. for Best Picture. Yes. All right. That's interesting. Um, there is a rule. COVID. <laughs> Did it. See? It works. Every fucking time. It Easy works. way out, COVID. Every time. There's a rule about when the Irishman came out, it has to play in a theater. I can't remember. I'll look I'll look it up and have it for next week. They just make and adjust these rules as the year goes on. Yeah, they do. Which is fine. In that line of entertainment, like, yeah, you're going to have to adjust and yeah. adapt. Uh, Dune? Oh, so good. Won't win. It won't win. <sighs> it might. It won't. I can tell you right now. I can. I can. I can. I see three movies here. You right know now what? That are guaranteed it's not over. going to because it's popular and it was amazing. Yep. You're right. Uh, Drive my car. Uh, Teruisha Yamamoto. Never heard of it. Was that the guy from Pearl Harbor? Uh, General Yamamoto. Yeah. We done fucked up now. <sighs> Fuck around and find out. Champion yep. of, of the '40s. Belfast. Kenneth Branagh. Tamar Thomas. Never heard of it. Licorice Pizza. Paul Thomas Anderson. Somebody else. I've heard of it. Licorice Pizza will win because it sounds fucking disgusting. Um, 
The Power of the Dog, Jane Campion, hmm. Roger Frappier, never heard of it. West Side Story, Steven Spielberg and Christy McCuska something. Um, the name gets cut off. Massive uh, bomb I, at the box I, office. Well, you can't spend $100 million remaking. How many times has it been? And I'm asking a, ge- a serious question. This I is, don't know. This is the first remake. It's the first time it's, it's, it's been remade? It's the first time it's remade. But uh, the fact of the matter is that that movie was perfect and should never have been touched. Now, I will kneel and bow to Steven Spielberg all day, oh. every day. And I am. I have not seen this yet. I'm going to watch it because I love the music in West Side Story. I just don't see how it can compare to what they had back then. But to me, you've got to be at some point smart enough to say, look, I want to remake West Side Story. How much would you like to spend on it? A hundred million. Netflix. Um, you, you realize that we did spend a hundred million dollars on the Spider-Man movie, right? Because we knew we were going to get it back. To me, that just seems like somebody was looking to piss money away. Right. Is That doesn't mean it's not good. I'm, I'm sure it is. Or they just but- assumed... Because it's regarded, it's so popular, and Spielberg, yeah. and Spielberg. Oh, people are just going to go, and they did not. Yeah, a uh, movie called Coda, Felipe Rousselet. Okay, sure, Never heard of it, and King Richard, Will Smith and Trevor White. Now, I, two things stand out. I'm guessing right now, King Richard wins. That's what I'm calling. I'm going to go with Power of the Dog, uh, for obvious reasons, and then also Coda, which was a name for one of my sister's Siberian Huskies. So I'll go with those two. Okay. Those are my lead dogs. I got run leading the pack. <laughs> I'm, I got um, I got I got King Richard just because. Fair enough. Um, all right. So moving on from the Oscars, Oscars. Uh, Super Bowl week. It is Super Bowl week. Did you see the pep rally at Cincinnati Bengals Paul Brown Stadium? No. Thirty thousand fans came out, filled the lower section of the stadium for a pep rally. Before the players took off to well, of Los Angeles, of course they did. Thirty thousand. They're fucking hungry. Guess how many came for the Rams? Well, none. Nowhere near that many. Yeah, because they're they're in. It's in it's Los LA. Angeles, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I watched a good chunk of it today at lunch while I was you know doing prep and stuff and just relaxing from my excruciatingly hard day. Sarcasm. Um, <laughs> so the one thing that stood out. The shining moment. They're introducing all the players in those sweet, sweet white warm-ups. My God. It's the same type of warm-ups that Michigan wore. All the, the college teams in the national championship game. They're like, cool, but they look like something out of Boogie Nights. <laughs> don't care. They're badass. Um, it's just weird because you don't see white like that very often. Well, it's because it's racist. Well, I mean, yeah. I, mean, I, I didn't want to say it, but okay. I'll say it. True. Um <laughs> They introduce C.J. Uzama. He comes out. He's got a, that leg brace. Not like the Don Joy that, you know, athletic braces, like the middle of your quad down yeah, to your calf. Yeah, the one where you can't walk, where it doesn't let you bend. Yeah, he gets up on the stage, rips that fucker off, and throws it in the field, and the crowd went nuts. He went full pro wrestling with it, and it was awesome. So, apparently, he's healthy. He said he's going to do everything he can to play. Yeah, so, I mean, I was going to say, for something... So theatrical, but it was so awesome because he is, I consider him a very important part of that offense. Facing the defense that they're going to face, he is crucial. Agreed. Having a an effective tight end in that offense is very crucial for this game. So that made me pretty happy. But, uh, dude, I would have given anything to be in Cincinnati. I mean, 
that city has to be losing its fucking mind. They they canceled school Monday already. City is closed on Monday for the because of the Super Bowl. What happens? What happens if it's a Hillary Clinton situation? Are they just going to take the day off and cry? Well, they're not going to kill the players. <laughs> just saying. Um, no, I just not I think all it's. Of them. When an entire city is so involved and wrapped up into it, and it's such a big deal, to me, that's what the NFL is missing. And I know it's easy to say from here because we just went through a whole Super Bowl thing last year, and it was a big deal. But um, Honestly, that happens in every city. You just don't see it because they're not your team, so you don't pay attention to it. Yeah, but, And I'm not saying that to be a dick, but no, no, it does. But it I can honestly say 30,000 people in the freezing cold don't show up to a pep rally to see their team off at the airport. Hey, I went to the... That's a huge deal. I went to the Super Bowl pre-thing last year, that NFL experience down there, mm-hmm. and Jesus Christ, there had to have been 150,000 people there. We're over and in that Florida, was just, and the weather's nice, yeah. and, and of course, but these people went out... One, it's in Cincinnati. It's not as glorious as Tampa. I get it. It's Duh. cold. And it's at night. These fans are, are fight. It's just it was cool to see that many people at an NFL you know event that's not a game, just to just to show support for the players. I thought it was cool. So there's more people there than at the Pro Bowl is what you're saying. <sighs> yes, and there was more effort in the prep rally than there was in the actual. And yeah. I'm not dogging the players at all because you know those what? players shouldn't even have to play that game. I agree, and I and everybody's bitching about they didn't even tackle. They shouldn't tackle. It's, it's no. It's almost like these motherfuckers are Caesar. Fight for me. Fuck off. They're there to have fun. Do not play that game. Give us more of the fun stuff. Give us two days of skill challenges. Uh, just let everything. Me them, let me watch them play uh, basketball against each other. Let, me, let watch, me watch them play Connect Four. Uh, fucking anything. Let me watch the linemen do a wing-eating contest. Wheel out a bunch of old 96ers and have the offensive linemen go against the defensive linemen. Anything. Hell, have them do beer fest. How awesome would that be? Um... Have the linemen do benches, like who who can bench the most, or teams, or foot races with the wide receiver. Like bring back the old ABC Wild World of Sports. Um, what was it on the weekends? You remember the Superstar Challenges or whatever? Yeah, like um, like a what was the one that it, the Tournament of Stars or Tournament of Champ? Uh, it was it on Saturday was afternoons. Yeah, yeah. Br- do that for the entire weekend. That quarterback skills thing challenge that they used to have that they used to do every year. Give me those. Jesus Christ, play dodgeball for two for for two days. I agree. I'll watch all every second of that. I agree. Had I, I have agree. known that's that was going on, I would have watched every second of that, and I I missed it. But I I of course thanks YouTube. I got to watch some highlights of it. I'm like, this is a great idea. And then you fuck everything up by making these guys play this game. Did you see those guys with the catches that they were doing and stuff like that. It, I, was, it was so much fun. Why not that? You know what? Vote people. Vote people in as as all stars, and those people go and they get to have a weekend of fun for exceeding, excelling. Yeah. These guys don't want to play this game because they don't to. want to get hurt. Um, it, yeah, it's it's. I mean, even um, the ba- the baseball all star game, they're they're at least trying because there's something on the line for that game, and there should not be. And there should not be, but it is very cool. Um, and it's baseball, so who cares? The uh, hockey All Star Game, they're still trying for the most part, but they're not running each other over. Yeah, they're 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 out there showing skills. And hockey is very much a skill sport that has a physical aspect. Yeah, football is an extremely physical game with a skill aspect as well, 
but it's just it's two different games. But that NFL Pro Bowl should not be a game at all. Period. It's just a. I think that what it is is it's something that developed in and of itself when it started, because you did not have the social media and the ability to watch your guy play every week. Mm-hmm. Okay, you remember when we were kids, when Monday Night Football first started. And it started before we were even old enough to stay up and watch it. Because I think, check me if I'm wrong, Brock, I think it started in like 75 or 74, something something like that. Mm-hmm. And you would watch Monday Night Football and you would see the highlights of the games earlier the prior day. But even then it was just scores. You didn't get to just go on YouTube and watch the entire football game from yesterday. So your all-star game, you actually got to see Patrick Mahomes play. Right? right, because you didn't get to watch him every week. It was the way of 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 seeing some of the lower end guys make the team. You don't need right. that anymore because you can watch everybody play all at once. I, and it's just, yeah, it's, it's just it's really just a reason. It's outdated for Alvin Kamara to go to Los Angeles or Las Vegas, beat the shit out of somebody, and face five years in prison. I wasn't even going to bring it up, and he won't see five years. He'll be on the field next. He'd be year. lucky if he gets a slap on the wrist. Right, ironic. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I agree. But it. I mean, it is what it is. Super Bowl week. I'm super. I'm. I'm. I don't even know how to describe how I feel. Excited, nervous. You're nervous. I mean, it's. I'm really not. You're nervous. Like it's mostly like it'll get here. My team's in the Super Bowl. It'll. Get and I here. said this last week, and it's still setting in. But probably the biggest reason is because I leave for Michigan on Thursday. I'm flying home Super Bowl Sunday. So, like, I've got shit going on before then that kind of takes the attention off of it. But, I mean, it's I am off Monday, thank goodness, um, for, like, in the vows, for richer, for poorer, for better, for worse, whatever. Um, Dylan flies home Monday. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff going on in the next six days. Sweet. So, that's good. But, yeah, it's – um, I can honestly say I'm not worried about them losing – because they're in the Super Bowl. And like you have said, and Nick has said, and basically all my good friends have said, this team ain't going anywhere anytime soon. So it, it's, I'd say 90% excitement, 10% like, holy shit. I agree that they're not going anywhere soon. But as we've seen in the last five years with a team that has the elite level of talent and coaching that the Kansas City Chiefs does, mm-hmm. and they still only have one Super Bowl win. When you get there, you have to take advantage of it. You oh, hundred percent. You yes, want your team I agree. to win. You, yep. I you don't stress that stuff very much when it's not Michigan, but I personally feel that come Saturday at about five thirty, about the time you sit down, you're going to start going, "Oh shit! All right, all right." Not going right. to disagree with you whatsoever. Um, the wings do tend to take a few years off my life when no, the playoffs. Too. Not oh, you. No. I swear to God, I swear on. I'll swear on any bar stool. Or, or you know, that night you have that guy over and you just Never get the again. fuck out. Never again. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. You know the bar stool. I told you the bar stool. Oh, I know so, the yeah. bar stool story, okay. but I also know that like the first first year or so that you and I became friends, you invited us over to watch a Wings game for a playoff for game, pizza, and you literally just sat there and just fucking fumed mm. the whole the whole game and I was like so I was like we should we go you're like no man you're good you're good you're that's good. an exaggeration it was it, not that bad my ass it's you, stressful you went into your bedroom you fucking whipped your jersey you came back out and said so what do you guys want to do <laughs> like um not watch any more fucking hockey 
Playoff <laughs> hockey is a different animal in my household. Not to mention that it was the fourth game. It was just they got swept. It's no different than you and your Bucks or Patriots. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, there you go. Fair it, enough. But that's why we watch sports. That'll make you feel uncomfortable because you never come watch the games. As far as you know. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Dick. COVID, man. It was COVID. That's right. It was COVID. I just didn't realize it yet. Speaking of COVID, you want to hear my favorite story of the week? I do. I really do. Favorite story of the week. So... I can't remember what I was doing. I was sitting here doing something and had decided to not. I was just watching TV. The ticker's running across the bottom, and it says such and such has tested positive um, for COVID and is out, blah, 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 at the Olympics. And I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. You train all that time, and you don't get to, yeah, you don't get that, to perform at the Olympics, absolutely. right? Do you know what the event was? Snowboarding? Singles figure skating. Oof. So we can't figure out how to keep that motherfucker six foot from someone if he feels good? In a singles competition. Uh-huh. Not allowed to not allowed to skate. Who's he around? His coach? I, His or her coach? I, I don't who, know. I mean, first of all, just put a fucking mask on him, and then nobody's going to catch it, first off. Well, they're in China. Yeah, so they have to wear a mask. Sorry. Secondly. China. Yeah. I was like, you have... We... We, this guy has fucking trained for four years, and we can't figure out how to get this motherfucker on the ice? Four years? Entire life? Yeah, fair. Entire life. Entire life, and now it's like, oh, sorry, you tested, you, you, you might, you might have, you might have it, you might, you might not, you might, you might. How do you feel? Oh, you feel great? Uh, you might have it. Sorry, can't go on the ice by yourself. Are you fucking kidding me? By yourself. That's, yeah, by yourself. So, in breaking news, Carl... In Tuscaloosa, Alabama, uh, found out he had COVID, and his doctor told him he wasn't allowed to masturbate. So, you know, because, you know, it's a one-on-one. I'm sorry. I'm going for a second opinion. I, could, I couldn't believe it. My, my mouth, I agree. My mouth, my jaw hit the fucking floor. I'm like, I mean, if it was couples or if it was team or, or if it was ice hockey, I get it. We can't. In 2022... I'll go as far to say any team sport. We can't figure... Yeah. Or anything where you're around anybody else or touch something that they might touch, like a curling stone or something. We can't figure out how to get this poor son of a bitch, and he was favored to win a medal. Wow. That's that's rough. We can't figure out how to get this motherfucker on the ice? Seriously? China. Bubble Boy? Something? Forget Bubble Boy. You've seen how big a hockey, a hockey arena is. I mean, there's no reason that person should not be able to go perform alone on the ice. Say it, play, Put him on a different rink if you have to. Use the practice rink. Yes. Well, common sense doesn't run very deep I as was well. absolutely stunned. China, whatever. <laughs> Have you seen the fucking pictures of of what's supposed to be passing for the Winter Olympics over there? Like, um, one of them was like the snowboard or something, where they were coming down the big ramp, like the you know used to go to the fair, the yellow slide you would yeah. go down. It's fake snow on that, and then just like countryside. We can't, we can't, sure. we can't find a better place than this. I don't know, like Canada. Yeah, it's some any um, anywhere, Alaska, anywhere. Anywhere other than China, yeah, for well, for Winter Olympics. Well, they deserve they deserve the Olympics just like every other country. That way, all of their citizens can go out and enjoy. Oh, tell you what they deserve, COVID. 
Well, that's what they deserve. We've got one skater trying <laughs> trying his damnedest to bring it to him. I'd, if someone could get a message to that skater, just to hug everybody that he can. Open mouth kiss. Open mouth everybody. kiss. Oh. Slobber. Scooby Doo. Rut row. Um. Well, the opposite. I don't know if this is exactly the opposite of China. It's good enough. But when I'm in Michigan, I get my chimichangas again. Oh yeah, you do. I do. I get to go back to the Lindo. Pretty excited about that. I just I had to mention it because Phil, you gonna get Lisa over there? I I mean, h- how do you not? Right? He said he said she doesn't like it. That's fine. I'll eat hers. No, I know, but I mean, he said, and I didn't mean that like it, it sounded. <laughs> I'm talking about the chimichangas. Thank God. Sorry, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm just I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I would be too. Those things were amazing, and I get to experience snow the best way possible. In, in and out. two days back. In palm out. trees. I'm in and out. Don't have, to, don't have to drive to work it's in. It's not it. exactly beautiful out right now, but still. There ain't 22 inches of snow on the ground. Exactly, for sure. And uh, that's all I got for the week. Oh, shit. Um, damn. Well, I, not really much else has yeah. happened. Should we pop the cork on the Brian Flores stuff? I mean, we can. It's just going to get us canceled. I don't give a shit. All right, fair enough. Nobody listens anyway. Fuck it, nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> I'll start. Here's a question before you start. I'm going to preface this by saying... Perfect. Who's going to hire him now? Nobody. Nobody is. What? Why would you? I, I 100% agree. And not because... <laughs> He's putting a big black mark on the NFL right now. Yeah, I did. I totally said it. Love it. You've now, and I totally did not mean to hijack your whole conversation, but why, And as you're an NFL owner, and I'll let you get to your whole, whole spiel, you're an NFL owner. I'm a coach that's just now like, I'm fucking suing everybody because you're all racist and you won't hire me. Now, you're one of the 32 owners. Why are you going to hire? Why Why would you? And forget about his ability to coach. Did a great job in Miami last year, I think. Won his last eight games. I thought he did a great job. Well, who's going to hire him now? And why would you? Holy shit. And it's not on, it's probably it's a bad comparison because it's not the same, but someone like uh, Antonio Brown. Again, not the same scenario, but still, like, there's baggage there now. And it's like, it's now, if you bring him in, you're just welcoming a sideshow. Because yeah. that's all people are going to, people aren't going to talk about your football team. People aren't going to talk about you as a coach. People are just going to talk about, well, are you still suing the NFL? Are you still suing these other teams for being racist and not hiring you? I I guess my whole, my whole problem with the whole situation is that, I will not be that guy that sits here and says racism doesn't exist because racism does exist. There, there, there are idiots out there. Fair enough. That for, Both ways. Yeah, for, yeah. Of course there is. There's white people that don't like black people. There's black people that don't like white people. There, nobody likes Ryan. It's just one of those situations. <laughs> it's just I, I, I get it. I, I understand it. It, it, it is a problem. But I also feel like it's not. It's not that problem that's as massive as it's thrown in our face to be. And we've said this a thousand times. I'll say it one more time. And I actually asked two of my black friends, because I have two. Both? Both of them. All right. But they're both black. 
I, I asked him this question. Have you ever walked into a store and had somebody just go, you fucking... You know. Yeah. And he says, never. Right. And I said, and I've never had a black guy walk up to me and go, you fucking honky. Oh, happened Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> but as he was giving you a hug, right? In fairness, I was in Cracker Barrel, so... Okay. <laughs> I mean... I, I, I get it. I, I understand it. But when I look at something like this, at this business, okay, they don't give a fuck who you are, who you have sex with. All they all they care about is is that you you are results. Thank you. Do you win? Do you lose? And you can't have tons of baggage. You can't be beating your wife. You can't unless you work at Ohio State. Unless you won't watch Star Wars. Yeah. You can't there, you, you can't be that. You can't be a shitty person. Right. So this guy works at Miami for 3 years. He gets fired and it comes out that he can't get along with the management because he didn't want this and he didn't want that and he didn't want that. And that's okay when that happens. But then you go and you interview for your job and you don't get it and the first thing you do is sue three teams about how you didn't get hired cuz you were black, including one of the teams that he interviewed with when he got the Miami job, which was the Denver Broncos. So the first thing that comes to my mind when that happens is, and this is horrible to say, but this is reality. If you don't scream or complain about that stuff when it happens, you lose a lot of credibility with me. And about that whole, whole he was scared that he would never get hired again. Horseshit. Mm-hmm. Okay? Horseshit. There's 32 head coaching NFL jobs, NFL head coaching jobs, and he had one of them for three years. And everybody's like, oh, he did a great job with them. You know, they were competitive. Three years. Three years. He, his record was 24 and 25 in three years. So he was okay. a 500 coach. This year, he had two Heisman Trophy winners on his offense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody says he did a great job. He started out 0-8, but he won eight of his last nine. All right. Those wins started November 7th. He beat the Texans. 17 to 9. Well done. He beat the Ravens 22 to 10 without Lamar Jackson. Right. He beat the Jets 24 to 17. Oh, that's stellar. Had to come from behind. They were down 17 to nothing at one point. They beat the Panthers 33 to 10. Right. They beat the Giants 20 to 9. They beat the Jets again 31 to 24. They beat the Saints with no quarterback 20 to 3. They lost to the Titans and then they beat the Patriots 33 to 24. Miami always seems to beat the Patriots. Now I'll give them credit; they beat the Patriots. Okay, Patriots playoff spot was locked out. Yeah, Patriots playoff spot. So he won seven of eight games against teams that had won less than five games. Right. And earlier in the year, they lost to the Falcons and the Jaguars. So I don't think he did a good job. No, at the NFL level, that's not considered a good job. I think he had a soft schedule. Now, to come out and say they didn't hire me because I'm black, I don't. I don't. I don't get that. I don't, I, I don't understand it. Maybe, maybe they just don't think you're a good coach. One word. Motive. I think it's... That's I, all it is. I, th- I think it's about being a baby and not getting what you wanted when you wanted it. Now, am I sad that you got fired? You may be a great dude. You may be a great coach. Your players may love you. But how many coaches in the NFL have been fired over the years that their players loved that finished the season 2-14? and 14? You know what genuinely the one human being in the NFL that did not get a job that I was sad for, Fasaccia and the Raiders. If there's anybody that deserved a chance Talk to be a head coach. A shit show of a year that he pulled out of playoff berth with. Yeah. And gets them to the playoffs, 
And did you see the letter, the the post that one of his players? Mm-hmm. What that's what that guy. Yep. Create the the culture in that locker room that he created, despite a massive shit show from the NFL. Any and other, he doesn't get a chance. Any other team in the NFL, he's their head coach. Oh, but but, but the Raiders are, are are a tire fire. It's just, I, just like you do have to take into consideration. It is the Raiders and Davis, who's a complete jackass yeah. clown show. But that guy deserved a chance to be the head coach for the Raiders for for the next year or two, whatever. Right. He deserved to have not have the interim tag and be the head coach. Now, they talk about why he didn't get a job when all these other people got hired, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, because you have a guy that goes to coach the the Broncos who's been the offensive coordinator for the Packers for three years, and what have the Packers done the last three years? Lose. That's right. Gone to, gone to the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number one seeds. Um, a guy – in the Brian Dable, who's going to go coach the Giants, who I would not have taken that job, but he's got a quarterback there that he's going to develop just like Josh Josh um, Allen. Josh Allen, same style. Right. These these guys have this the resume, and if you look at the NFL, they're going young. Now, how do you feel if you're Lovey Smith? Um, because now I'm going to use the word token. Why did I get hired? Because that's that. Thank you. That's what that feels like to me. Is was that hire based on stellar head coaching results? Absolutely fucking not. Okay, there you go. Absolutely not. I mean, up until then, he was the head coach of the University of Illinois. Is is yeah, he'd been the Bucks head coach for years. Uh, was with the Raiders. Was we now he did take the Bears to the Super Bowl. Okay, but but that was like I'm here. We're really good. Oh no, we suck again. Type situation. Like that was the year they lost to the Colts. I can't remember exactly what happened there. Was that Peyton? It was Peyton. It was the one in Miami. It was How Prince. How long ago was that? Yeah, that was 2008, 2009. Okay, so long time ago. It's been a while. So I've met Levy Smith. Super nice guy. Absolutely. Really nice guy. And he's probably a, a solid coach. Mm-hmm. But you jump up and scream about how I didn't get hired because I'm black and this and that, and then all of a sudden Levy Smith comes from out of nowhere to take that to get that job. That feels like I would I would rather not – get hired for my skin color. How many times have you said it? I don't want the best black brain surgeon. I want the best brain surgeon. Yeah. I don't give a shit if you bang parrots at night. You're the best brain surgeon. I want that dude in here working on me. I'm going to need to see the parrots. <laughs> oh, they're they're sexy. All right. And Fair enough. And now his lawyers have come out and said, uh, he didn't get hired because we're suing. Uh, yeah. Pro- yeah, prob- probably. exactly. Good, because good get, call, Shakespeare. Because guess what's ha- guess what happens in the real world when you don't get along with management for the place you work for? You don't get hired. You're gone. Yeah, it's it's this is it's it's a shit this show. Is, this is very weird. And everybody like Stephen A. Smith's bright bright self is screaming about how the NFL said it's run like a plantation. Oof, that's a strong word to use. What the fuck? Seriously? Well, so. Uh, so when He's I, all about headlines and clickbait anyway. He, he is. And, he really and, is. I, and I told him so. One of the most racist people on TV. And he may not be racist. He may be doing it for ratings. But it could be a show. A, he but says a lot of controversial shit. If you say it, you... Fair you, enough. I mean, it's, 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 it's attached to your name. I, I tell you what, I'll work on that plantation any day for $5 million a year. I'm good. I'm yeah. game. Uh, and, you know, you can say that that's controversial or not, because it's not. I mean, those guys are there of their will. It's not... It's, 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 a, whor- it's a stupid thing to say. Yeah, go to med school then. But we have teams. We have teams that are 
they're hiring general managers and they're, um, they're hiring all these different people just because your coach isn't isn't black or is is isn't isn't yeah I don't I don't get it and I don't on the flip side I don't understand why when the black coaches get jobs because there's been a lot of them they're they're not successful remember that stellar coach Marvin Lewis yeah. that had a job for ten I, years I believe yeah ten years and never and won was a fucking playoff game oh and six in the playoffs yeah because his teams were horribly undisciplined I don't I don't know. But it seems weird because it really feels like the only. But that's okay. Yeah, that is okay. That's, that, okay. that's acceptable. That'll play. The only, the only black head coach that I can think of that's been successful is Mike Tomlin. And I'm not saying that. Sorry, I'm sorry. Because he's a Tony, black coach, Tony I'm saying because he was a shitty head coach. Tony, yeah, Tony Dungy. So Tony there's, Dungy. there's been two of them, and Tony Dungy left when he was ready to go. Mike Tomlin would probably have to sleep with Art Rooney's wife I'll tell to you get what. fired. And again, I mean, just because of the topic, a coach that I would have would love to have played for or been around, Herm Edwards. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, not blessed with being in the right cities when he was coach, especially at the Jets. But man, you talk about when you hear that guy talk, you're like, "Fuck, I'll I'll play right now for you." Yeah, awesome. Um, Hugh Jackson piles on and starts complaining too. Oh yeah, I was paid. I'm like, shut up. You were a shitty coach too. Yeah. And shut that, your mouth. That's the part that cracked me up about this whole thing is it went from I didn't get hired from because I'm black mm-hmm. to the next day, oh they paid they wanted to offer to pay me to lose. Okay. Uh, what what law did they break? Oh I'm sorry. No no laws? Okay. Next. And then yeah. guys come out of the woodwork. So somebody said Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson said that you know they they all, they paid him to lose and um, I was, shitty coach. Yeah, and I was like, okay, so wait a minute. So they offered to pay him to lose, but he didn't take it. So he's either a liar or a shitty coach. Didn't he suck in Cleveland and Cincinnati? Oh, both. He was one in thirty-one in Cleveland, and then he came to Cincinnati as an assistant. Didn't he come back? I can't. I can't remember exactly how it happened. Paperweight. But why did the focus all of a sudden change to they wanted us to lose? Yeah. I can get on board with with Ross wanting to lose because you know who the number one pick was that year? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Oh, that's right. The guy in the Super Bowl in his second year. I heard he's maybe, good. Maybe. Eh, well, eh. Jury's still out. Hey, the kid's going places, yeah, okay? Yeah, a little bit. Possibly. I I just, it, it and, and now all of a sudden, that's where the focus is. But that's not why you're suing. You're suing because of racism, not because some guy won. I mean, if my boss came to me tomorrow and said, I want you to fuck up this inspection, you know what I'm going to do? How bad? I, I, yeah, like, like you, the job can't recover from it, or you just need three or four days to, there, you know what I mean? Seriously, how bad do you want me to fuck this it, up? Exactly, because <laughs> that's what I'm being paid to do. Now, right. is that ethical? Eh, m- maybe not. You Does can, that show a lot of integrity? No, but sometimes long-term planning. How much of that stuff behind closed doors of the integrity of the game really get, like, oh, we can't do that? I mean... Do I think that NFL coaches are purposely tanking games? No. Could that, I mean, does it make sense? As a fan, I can say 100%. Could you imagine Ross, if they're, he's in a closed-door meeting with his coaches saying, look, we've got a shot at Joe Burrow. We need to make sure we lose. Can you, and I'm not saying that happened, but could you fault them if that if that was a conversation, not not even once. And, no. And, and the other allegation he made was about how they wanted him to do something that was technically called tampering to try and get a high profile quarterback in Miami, and that high profile quarterback was Tom Brady. Um, yes, sir. 
let's talk about tampering Rams, Stafford, and oh. your head coach in Mexico. Yeah, the next day. Having dinner. Yeah. That's not tampering. And I, and I think it's a dumb rule. If someone wants to, like, headhunters for corporate jobs, they exist. For what reason? Yeah. Tampering. Yeah, I agree. Underemployment. Hey, look, um, I know you're making, you know, sixty grand to work here and sell this stuff, but you know, this company here is desperate need. They're probably they're going to pay you hundred and ten. What are you interested? Uh, yeah, can I sign something right now? Yeah, but that there's no that's not illegal. It's not. It's not illegal at all. And this is where it all goes back to me, for, for me, for everything. Here's the payoff. Here's the payoff. Um, when when people say, oh, that's so unethical of Stephen Ross. Because he wanted to try and get franchise quarterback for me doesn't even begin to describe Joe Burrow. Let's just say Super Bowl quarterback. Franchise quarterback. I mean, Burrow, as of right now, the track he's on generational is is set to be a Peyton Manning or a Tom Brady or or something like that. So you're you're which trying, it's early. I will even I'll the, say on the track he's on. Let's Patrick see Mahomes. I, I I agree with the let's see, but. We've we've seen nothing out of him short of this is the guy you want running your quarterback. Let me let me put or your football team. Let me put it that way. Everybody busts Tom Brady's balls over Spygate. Well, he's a cheater. Yeah, he's a cheater because Tom Brady was the one on the side of the field holding the camera. Right. I will never forget when Jimmy Johnson was asked on the Fox pregame show when that broke. And the reason it broke was because the guy that was the head coach of the Jets was with the Vike, the Patriots, the year before and knew they were doing it. Mm-hmm. And I, on this radio right now, will say, yeah, they were recording yep. because they were looking for that edge. Howie Long asked Jimmy Johnson, is that something that's common? Jimmy Johnson's answer was, yeah, everybody does it. Exactly. Everybody does everything that they can do that they think that they can get away with to win because that's what makes the money? Winning. We are here to win. We are not here to suck it up unless you're the Crypt Keeper in Pontiac. Hopefully that's changing. But everybody everybody does it. So don't if you've been in the NFL for 10 years, Mr. Flores, Mr. Jackson, you're going to jump up and down when somebody wants you to do something a tad bit shady. Um, hello, remember the guy that was paying players to hurt other players? All the bounties. Yes. Yeah. Isn't he the head coach of the Saints now? Isn't that the same guy, Dennis Allen? Uh, I believe so. I- illegal? Nope. Unethical? Fucking right, it's unethical. Shady? Yeah. At best. But, so, <laughs> I, I, I don't. It really upsets me that this guy going from a team we had that one was, in high school allegedly. That, yeah, right. Allegedly for our crosstown rival team that Amy went to, oh. we allegedly. There may have been some fives and tens thrown in the pot to knock out the quarterback. Nice. Allegedly. But you know what? That doesn't bother me because you're trying to knock that fucker out anyway. That's why you're hitting him the way you're hitting him. Now, if you do it illegally, like going at his knee, that's different. But Correct. But if you, if you lay the wood to that some bitch and he don't get up, well, it's too bad, so sad. We'll see you next year. Right. It, it upsets me that a guy that was on a team that was subpar, that had a losing record as a head coach, that flirted with the playoffs just like 18 other teams did this year. Right. Doesn't get a job because he doesn't get along with the management that it becomes a racist issue and I I I'm sorry, I don't see it that way. Now, most people don't. Everybody jumping up and down about well, why didn't Byron Leftwich or Eric Bieniemy? Well, Byron Leftwich was offered basically the job for the Jaguars and he turned it down because he said I want a different 
I want a different GM. That is some fucking balls, first of all. <laughs> yeah. For, but <laughs> Never been a head coach before. Having said that, I'm going to give Byron Lefwich a lot of credit, and I'm going to say what I wanted to say about Lovey Smith. Why do you take that fucking job? I don't know. I, like when why Todd would you? Bowles, Todd Bowles was offered the Jets job. Why would you take that job? I don't Fuck know. Fuck that. Because if you're a good coach, and the only job you get offered this year is the New York Jets, maybe hang out till next year and see if something else comes around, because... Or, God forbid, if you are a good coach and then you turn that team around and then now you're 500 maybe flirting with a division, not what a good good coach? What wins by what coaching? I think what? that's what it is. I think it's the ego. I'm good enough. I can make the Jets a winner. And you have to have that. Yeah. Leftwich was smart enough to say, uh, you know what, I don't think that this guy gives me the players or the talent I need. I'm going to pass. Okay, good for him. That's a valid concern. I, I, good for him. I don't think Biennemi left because Biennemi doesn't want to leave. Why would you want to leave? Did he leave? No, he didn't even, he didn't even interview with anybody. Okay. But why, why would you leave? Why would you leave the Kansas City Chiefs right now? An offensive coordinator for Patrick Mahomes? Hey, absolutely. Let's Take see. that job all gonna day keep, long. We're going to keep winning. And Mr. Reed, hey, I'm doing a really good job. You think I can have a raise? You got it, Eric. How about $2 million a year? Because Done. that's what he's going to make. Sold. He's going to make in a heartbeat. Why would you go be the head coach of the fucking Texans? All right, now I'm going to go play in OTAs. I'll catch you guys in a month. Exactly. <laughs> I, I just, the whole the whole thing, and, and, and just like everything else the media gets their hands on, they have just fucking blown it out of proportion. I mean, honestly, hot take, I'd rather be a coordinator than a head coach. Oh, me too. 100%. Me too. I, 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 gonna stop saying 100 all the time but um 100 i agree <laughs> i think a coordinator would be a much better job it, it's more narrow of it like you have one res- not to invalidate it but your one job is the offense yeah now granted that is a massive job of course it defense is. same thing you've got a lot under your plate but that's your job yeah but you know what a good court a good coach is just like a good boss a, a good boss doesn't get the job done by himself. He I'm paying you to because, do this job. You yeah. do this job. So as an offensive coordinator, you've got running backs coach, wide receivers coach, quarterback coach, offensive line coach. And and if you put good guys in place that know how to work with their people, you know, like the Patriots are all those years, Dante Scarnecchia was the offensive line coach. Nobody, everybody in the league gave him credit, but you never heard his name on the, on the thing. But everybody in the two years he left, they were shit. Right. It's, it's just, if you have those good guys and, and, you, you my my responsibility, Greg. You doing all right? Yep, I got my five offensive linemen right here, and we got our shit down. Oh, what? I'm, oh, I'm only making three quarter of a million this year. Oh, sorry. Well, I guess I better. You know, fuck you guys. Yeah, fuck you. I'm out. I'm out. I'm gonna go to the Texans. I want to go coach the Jets. <laughs> eh, eh. I don't know. I made the joke earlier this week in our fantastic group chat that. The NFL has so many legal cases going on right now. They should be put in divisions, and there should be a conference championship Fair. To, to come with all these court cases. Um, it's just it's there's too much focus on the NFL right now for the wrong reasons. But thankfully, the Bengals are in the spotlight for the right reasons. Yep, I agree. And so are the Rams. And I think it's going to be a great football game. I hope so too. By the way, I hope it's a blowout. But I mean, it is exciting. I am going to be going to the uh, Hard Rock on Friday night. Nice. As part of my birthday celebration. Drop a few Susan. bets in. If you uh, if you decide you want to try and put some money on the Super Bowl, if there's a sports book there, I'll bet make bet for you. Yeah, if you could put twenty grand on black. Well, no, it, I'm, not, I'm not going to bet on black. Why not? Because dude, didn't you see I Passenger got, Fit? You always bet on black. <laughs> Come on. I'm not. I'm not going to bet it? on black. Black because green's my favorite color. Wasn't if that, I'm going to um, bet on a color on the roulette wheel, I'm betting on green. 
It's not Wesley Snipes. It was Wesley Snipes. Passenger. What was the name of the movie? Passenger 57. It was, pa- okay. Always bet on black. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited for it. I just, I would love this game to be a blowout because I've had enough last, last second wins for a year. I need a break. I don't think, well, I don't think you're going to get it. I don't think you're going to get a blowout. And unfortunately, no, I, I, unfortunately I, if you get a blowout, I think it's not going to be the blowout you want. No, I, I don't know. That offense makes me think otherwise, but I don't know. We're, we're five days away. Personally, yeah, five th- personally this is how I see the game going. I see it as a back and forth mm-hmm. because the offense is able to continue to do what they're doing. Or I see I see the Rams able to exploit the offensive line. And I hate to say that, but no, we, it, we both acknowledge that that is the weakest part on that on that team, even though... If I'm the defensive coordinator done, for the Rams, that's exactly what's the very top of my erase board. Even though they have done an amazing job, except for the Titans game, at getting done what they need to get done. But I just... That's there's, where Joe Mixon comes into play, yep. and that's where Pirine comes into play, and so does C.J. Uzama. That's the if they can find a way to avoid Donald and Booker, and get one of their it seems like fifteen All Pro receivers open, yeah. and get rid of the ball quick, I, I, the Bengals win. Hundred, I, I, I can't see that them losing as a result of not putting up points. If that makes sense, yeah. Because that offense, it's like you said, it's the whole key. Get rid of the ball, protect Joe Burrow, screens, tight ends, outs, and then that's just going to open up the deep ball. Ramsey can't cover everybody. No, he can't. He said he could yesterday. Just <laughs> oh, yesterday. then fuck it. We're he's, done. Yeah, he's, yeah. You guys I'm should, not even going to watch it. You guys it shouldn't even show up because I'm Ramsey out. said, no. I'm out. He said he wanted to guard Chase. I'm just going to get Amy to watch Star Wars with me again. Well, it was your birthday. Maybe she could watch it three or four times with it's you. It's carryover. Yeah. She watched it three or four times. I'll. Star Wars, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll Good do enough. a trilogy if she wants. <laughs> no problem there. <sighs> May the force be with her. All right. Why don't we do the sack? <laughs> All right. Speaking of Star Wars, let's just dive right into the Boba Fett finale. Is tomorrow. So it's I'm a lot to cram into one episode. I'm going to be getting up early to watch this one before work because I have to drive to Miami. I have a long day tomorrow, so I'm going to be watching this in the morning because I'm not going to be able to wait all day. Okay, don't spoil it for me. I I won't. Because I'll be watching it at work as soon as I get there. I guarantee that Dylan will have it watched first thing in the morning as well. Uh, Do we have any predictions? Do you have any expectations for this? I literally don't know where this is going to go. With the fact that they've, with the, with the, the fact, with, of course it's a fact, it was the last two weeks. With the last two weeks, focusing primarily on the Mandalorian being brought into it with Grogu and Ashoka Tanu. And um, Cad Bane. Side question. Do you have any problems with what's going on in the past two weeks? No. I think it's great. Agreed. And all the people that are online complaining about it, fuck, fuck off. off. All right. You, you, what, you don't want more? Oh, I'm sorry. Was there a crossover? Don't tell me you motherfuckers never watched that episode of Mad About You where they had people from Friends on it. So eat a dick, jungle. Um, a beach full of dicks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think that what they are doing with this is they are not trying to divert tension away from Boba Fett like Screen Rant wants you to believe. What they are doing is they are setting up a universe that allows things to happen that intertwine back and forth. Because they have to make they have to make all these things that are happening in this universe happen Spin between offs, Greg. Yep. They have to make that happen between the end of Spin Return of the Jedi offs. and before the beginning <laughs> of the Force Awakens. Yeah. 
that's their area that they're working with. Lots of shit happens. And there's a lot of shit going on here that they that they need to work with and do. And they're they're bringing in characters so we can have more shows and we can have more depth and we can more see, stories. see more stuff. Absolutely. Content. So I have no problem with what's going on. But the way that they've brought the Mandalorian in with Grogu and Ashoka Tana. Am I Luke. Saying that, am I saying that right? Ahsoka. Ahsoka Tana. Uh, Luke. Cad Bane. The Marshal. Um, to me, it, they're setting up. They're setting up the infrastructure for something big to go down. Wait, wait. You mean a universe? Yes. <laughs> something big to go down with the it's the the Pikes. Yeah. The Pike Syndicate. And how dumb am I? I just fucking realized that spice meant drugs. <laughs> well, it's Star Wars crack. I yeah. I just realized that watching the last episode when the marshal walked up and kicked it over, and I'm like, all right, now I get it. Which is crazy because in Dune it's fuel. Yeah. Which. Which is nuts, right? It's awesome. But there's a. I didn't even realize it until I was reading up on the backstory of this last episode. Was that there's a line in I believe the first in Star Wars: A New Hope, where they talk about you know he worked the spice mines on you Kessel. know, uh, the, yeah, kept the Kessel spice. So mm-hmm. I never. Duh, me, me being dumb and stupid. No, um, it's just all this white just privilege just small. overflowing from from my life. Sorry, man. Play that white privilege play it, card. Play it. Play it. Play it. So I'm fine with it. Do I? What's going to happen? God damn, I don't. I don't know. What do you want? Okay, let me ask you a different question. What do you want to see happen? Hopes. I, I would like to see. I, I wish there was two more episodes. Because fan I, wish. I'd like to see shit go down between the syndicate and Boba Fett and the people from the town that the marshal was in, and um, this. The, this what a great the, character too. Yep. Cobb Vanth. Yep. Who I did not know is an actual canon. Yes. Novel character. Yes, he is. So. Yes. Um, so I and. and I th- I would like to see two episodes of shit just going down to where they either end up in a cliffhanger with the Pike Syndicate or where they're like get the fuck off my planet type situation and now next the next Boba Fett is about Boba Fett building his network and dealing with all that stuff that's what I'd like to see um, I'm very curious I think I I, I think Grogu ends up being a Jedi I really think, I think he takes it I think he takes the lightsaber. Very cool little side story they've thrown at us. Like, now what's he going to pick? Like, th- there's just, I don't know. There's so many things, like you said, that this show has thrown at us in three weeks with all these different characters. It's almost like, here's what I hope happens tomorrow. I hope that we get a miniature endgame with all these characters. Like, something, th- th- they they've mentioned war, like, twice. Over this territory, basically, which is most Eisley or most Esper, whichever one they're in, um, over this territory, basically. I hope, I really hope that the Pike Syndicate is just a like tier, a shitty run gang, and it's actually Crimson Dawn, which was run by Darth Maul and Daenerys in the Solo movie. She's not dead; she's split at the end of Solo. In charge of everything. In the timeline, Maul's dead by Kenobi, so he can't he can't be in it. Although if they could find a way, <laughs> I'm all for that, but yeah. I doubt it. Um, I think I think that that's storylines that offshoot off of Kenobi. I well, it has to because if Kenobi's still alive yep. in that timeline, Maul could still be around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, God. Yeah. Oh, 
that's fan service. If you, if you give us that storyline, if you give us that episode where he face off faces off with Maul and he kills him, spoilers. Yeah. If you've seen Rebels, that's what happens. Um, I don't. I don't think God, that, that would be amazing. I don't think that you have uh, Ahsoka, Luke, and Grogu involved in the battle that Boba Fett is in. No, I, I don't think so either. Think you have Mando. I think the Sand People become a part of it. I think that. I think. I think that that's why they spent three episodes on the Sand People and the mm-hmm. because I never caught that this the Pike Syndicate was the they ran the train that they knocked over in the third episode and killed all the all the and, and killed all yep. and killed all the Pikes. Uh, or, or sent them back. Uh, so I think you're going to have, and the people of the town with um, Cobb Vanth, they didn't want any, they had no issues until they found out assholes showed up. And like you saw the bartender kind of give him a shitty look at the end of the episode last week. So now they're going to be involved. I think you're going to have quite the quite the hullabaloo. It's got to be big. Of course it is. I mean, they've it's been building up for six episodes. And we have no reason to doubt that it's not going to be, but now that they've introduced... Oh, no, wait, Screen Rant. Just uh, breaking the Screen Rant, that's going to suck. They yeah. said it's very boring that Close they did bricks. not... They, uh, yep, he said that they did not like the way that they had a lot of people fighting and shit blowing up in the last episode if, that it should have been. If you haven't caught on to this ongoing thing, ScreenRant.com is a website, quote-unquote, that just shits on everything, so we shit back. Um, I really hope that tomorrow ends up being a mini endgame for lack of yep. a better description um i hope the other mandalorian shows up uh bo katan i because th- she has her own series now that's a spinoff which apparently is going to be her going after thrawn which is the first name that uttered her out of her mouth when she showed up in mandalorian that made me all sorts of tingly yeah. um there's so much now that they are in the process of setting up what a great way to do it which they've done really so far in this show. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm super excited about it. Yeah, me too. I me mean, too. what if Luke does show up and Ahsoka shows up? And well, they then, just, it's, then it's over in five minutes. They just wreck. Yeah, but what if there's not a Sith involved? Like you've got, I mean, there's there's so much they could do. I'm probably getting way ahead of myself on this, but what if? Like this is going to be great. Yeah, I don't think Luke takes part in it because he's. I don't think so either. Either. Because rumors are that he will be taking part in the Ahsoka series. Boom. Love it. Um, so I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. Gotcha. Don't know what time it releases, but I know it's it's freaking early because I'm usually getting holy shit texts from Dylan first thing in the morning. Little bastard. But he does do a good job of not telling me anything. So well, that's he, nice of him. He'll send me the emoji of like excited Andy Dwyer or um, holy shit or anything re- revolving around that. All right, dude. I can. I've got these segues down pat now because Shit's Creek, we've been watching now for a full week, is hilarious. It's a great show. It it really is. Um, both of us watch it and laugh. David and uh, Jesus Christ, the um, Katie. No, the um, wait. Is it Katie that runs the motel? Oh, I don't remember her name. How can I not remember her name? I don't know. The two best characters on the show by far. Oh, yeah. But everyone else is still great. Um, They're really starting to lose me a little bit on all the guy kissing, but whatever. They just look away, whatever. David's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, The guy that plays his boyfriend now that they run the store with, also very funny. It's it's just a surprisingly good show. It's very good. I didn't watch it when it was out. Heard a lot about it. Heard a lot of people liked it. 
Like I told you, I was surprised. I can see why. I was surprised that you liked it because I didn't think it would be your type of well, humor. Well, it's sarcasm. But... It's nonstop it one-liner, yeah. under-the-breath sarcasm, and David is the best at it. Um, I don't know. I just I had to mention it because that shit's funny. <laughs> nice. Um, And also, too, there's re- there really was not a bunch of other stuff that came out this week, but I did see that the CW, despite being sold somehow – has ordered a series pilot for Gotham Knights, which is also the game that's coming out later this year with Robin and Nightwing and Batgirl and um, basically everybody but Batman. They're now offering a sh- they they want a show based on this. I'm like man, no, not on the CW. Are you kidding me? Thank you. HBO Max yes. all day long. Yes. Well, um, if they already have Titans, if the CW is going to pay for it. Then the CW, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but CW was sold. It was bought. Like I don't know. Like unless they just are ignoring that until well, well until they tell us no. Yeah, but maybe maybe the new management is leaving it as CW. Could saying, be. We've got to get some shows on here because like let's let's be honest, the CW is a joke. It's the fucking Kmart of television shows. It's gone down hill se- seriously since Arrow and Flash yeah. were the only two. Yeah. Because those were done so well, and they rested on those laurels for so long, and didn't put it. I mean, you know, they had the OC at one point, and they've had some big shows, but you've got to. They turned the Archies into a dark teen, oh, yeah. murder show. What's it called? Riverdale. Yeah. Riverdale. Yeah. Well, that's How? that's that's was, that didn't make sense for me from day one. The CW is a straight teen uh, channel. I, I wanted to say that, but I didn't want to say that. Well, there's nothing wrong it, with it's, that. It's a straight. It is a straight millennial channel, and what do they love more than anything else is is drama and reality TV. Yeah, that, that's, that's true. And 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 that's what that turned into. It's it's a soap opera that's not a soap opera. I will say that Gotham Knights is already being done perfectly, and it's called Titans on HBO Max. I've it's, been I've watched a couple episodes of that this week, trying to catch up. There's on it. um, uh, really there's just good. no now Gotham Knights is a great idea, but I do not want to see it on CW because it's going to be shit. Yeah, based you, on what they've done the past few years. Yeah, you need to. It needs to be uh, more adult. <sighs> Agreed, totally. And then the last thing is, I went and saw Moonfall. Yeah, on a whim. I was like, it's out. Uh, didn't have anything going on. It's. I just pulled it up on the app, bought a seat, went and saw it in Dolby. And, um, it. I will say this comfortably. It's not a Greg movie, <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way. Armageddon is still the pinnacle for me. Is it because it's ridiculous, ridiculous, or it's just not good? Put it this way. It's not cra- It's two hours. It's, it's not a crazy long movie by any means. It's, it's a sci-fi disaster. Um, like, if you were to take Armageddon the day after tomorrow and Independence Day, and kind of mash them all up, that's what this movie... I mean, Roland Emmerich, he did Independence Day. He's he did all three of those. king of all oh, of the... he did do Armageddon. No, my, that was Michael Bay, the king. Um, it, it was fun because it was not like what the trailers made it out to be. It gives you a little glimpse of it. Like, it's not just the moon crashing into Earth. Yes, that is part of the story. And the, what they do is really cool is when the moon is getting freaking right next to earth's orbit like it's fuck it's messing up everything gravity is getting screwed up at mm-hmm. times because the moon is still going around so it's not like constant yep. like oh shit here it comes again um and it is getting massively big because it's so much closer and it's it was fun to watch visually it was super cool the story was i mean it is 
it's a disaster movie for God's sakes. And anytime you deal with that and astronauts and like pulling a the part that I even found myself throughout this movie going, oh, Greg is not going to like that. <laughs> I am succeeding. Greg is not going to like this part at all. Uh, reminded me of, did you see Battleship? No. Loved it. But the part where they take the Missouri out of retirement and make it a fully functioning battleship, could that happen? No. But aliens aren't going to involve, invade us and play battleship either. So it is what it is. Um, they take one of the space shuttles that's been decommissioned, obviously, and now it's ready. For, I mean, little stuff like that. But for me, it's like, that's why I'm here. So if you don't have that, we're fucked. So, so again, light like it I, up. Like I said before, I don't mind ridiculous movies. Because when you get right down to it, Captain America is a ridiculous movie. Nonsense. There's nothing, there's nothing in that that could ever happen. But when they set the rules up, as long as they stay, they don't get like it's it would be like it would be like watching Pride and Prejudice. Or um it would be like watching Pride and Prejudice, where you have these people in the eighteen hundreds talking like this and having tea, and then all of a sudden this dragon showed up and Carl jumped up and karate chopped him in half with his hands, and then it went right back. You're like uh, no, that's no. Dude, Carl's a bad motherfucker. Ridicu- I don't know what you're the, talking about. Right? He 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 fucks some shit up. It would. It, you can get ridiculous and have fun with it. You just can't be like, whoa! All of a sudden, this guy is able to fly just because we needed him to do that. That's the stuff that pisses me off. Put it this way: If you liked Independence Day, you'll probably enjoy this movie. Okay. I I enjoyed it because it was the whole alien aspect of it, which they kind always makes it more fun. They sort of give it away in the trailer. But that is thoroughly the what's happening behind this. Like they go really somewhat deep into the Apollo Eleven landing on the moon, how they lose communication for two minutes, I think it is. Yeah. Like that really happened. Like yeah. they they and they did this with Transformers as well. They weave that story into the moon pretty well. It's like, man, that's that's pretty cool. Like what if that shit was real? Like I, I I saw when I saw the commercials, I'm like, man, this could be fun, or it could be really bad. It's a big screen movie. The I'll fact, tell you that. The fact that you're not saying it was, the fact that you're saying to me that it was not a Greg movie means that it's probably something that I'll watch when it comes out. Yeah, it, if it pops up on HBO Max, wherever like that, definitely watch it because it it's got some fun parts to it. Um, the um, the guy that is the lead actor in it, um, Patrick something, he was. The bad guy, he was Smith in the A-Team. Um, he's been in a lot of movies. He's one of those actors like, yeah, I know that guy. He's a chameleon. It he's just, in everything, but you can't remember any of it. Patrick is in his name. I just can't remember what. But anyway, it Patrick was... Patrick Harris? What's Patrick that? Swayze. It was not Patrick, Patrick Swayze. No. Um, it was not Patrick Henry. Um, Shit, why can't I remember him? The, the bald guy, Captain Picard. Oh, <laughs> Patrick Stewart? Patrick Stewart. Um, Patrick Warburton <laughs> right <laughs> fun movie very cool to see in Dolby the the scene where there's uh, fragments of the moon have now broken off and they're slamming into mountain ranges and, and like that was impressive because it, like Jesus Christ did the theater just get hit that's what it felt like everything feels like that the, in Dolby the but, bolts in the chair are breaking loose um, it was I'm glad that I saw it in the theater. Okay. But it's not Armageddon. All right. And for me, that is still the gold standard. Good enough. It's Armageddon, Independence Day, Day After Tomorrow, everything else. I was really busy at work this past week, so I didn't get to see a lot of new stuff. I saw the uh, – oh, we didn't even – well, we may, we might get to here in just a second. 
I saw uh, Boba Fett, obviously. I watched Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched uh, four or five episodes of South Park because I just needed like some filler stuff for like lunchtime. Yep. And uh, I didn't really watch any new movies or anything. I was supposed to uh, get to Blended, but I will get to that this week. So good. Um, I is, love that Phil loves it as much as I do. Is that all you have for the sack? That's all I got, man. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about Peacemaker in a second. Uh, box office this past weekend. Ooh, excuse me. Number four was Scream, $4.7 million. It's done $68 million. I do want to see it. I do, too. I've heard it's pretty good. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, still number still. three. Still. Nine point five million. It's made seven hundred and forty-eight point eight million dollars domestic. That is, that's you domestic. know what? Good. I'm yeah. glad. Good, because that means people are going to the movies again when there's yep. something worth seeing. Moonfall was number two at nine point eight, which is its total. really. Yep. Jackass Forever was number one, twenty-three point yes. one million. As it should be. Yeah, I got to go see that. Patrick Wilson is the name of the actor. Patrick Wilson. So Patrick Warburton was pretty close. Yes. All right. Uh. Holly Let's, Berry too. Yeah. Uh, so Richard's definitely going to run out. And Richard see it. is not going to see this movie at all. But she was Nick Frost. Uh, honestly, she was awesome. It's got Nick Frost in it. No, that's the name that I wanted to say, but it's Tully from Game of Thrones. Tarly, the guy in the library. That's the, who it is. The bald guy. No, the uh, the guy that worked in the library. Aww. Sam Tarley, I think his name is. Yeah, the smart one. That- he's the one that knew everything was going on, but he's like, yeah, you're going to work in the fucking library, dude. <laughs> yeah, he was the one that had, had the girl that wasn't pregnant, but he ended up adopting a marionaire. Yeah, okay. yeah, he's I like a you. conspiracy theory moon expert podcaster that everyone kind of thinks is full of shit, and then right. he goes on the mission and knows how to work shit on the space shuttle. So, Well, I the mean- reason that I watched your trailer in the first place because I thought I saw Nick Frost. That's who I thought it was at yeah. first. But, All right. Um, Fuck that movie. They look the same. Close enough. Just once. Yeah, there you go. One's bigger than the other. Um, Peacemaker. Super good. This is the best show on television. I don't know what else I can say about this show other than if you haven't watched it, you're missing you gotta, out. you got to watch it. I Last week, I, I I was laughing so hard I couldn't fucking stand it again. The classroom and, scene. It, oh, my God. He's got a smart-ass name for every kid in the classroom. Guys, it starts out, he's like, take your friend to work day, and the janitor... Gets Peacemaker to go to school for his daughter. And they don't even set that up until after you see it. And these people are asking him questions. It's like career day. Yes. And he is literally, when he answers a question, he is insulting them with a nickname. Openly. Yes. Mocking these children. Like um, he calls calls one kid uh, you in the Canadian tuxedo. Spaghetti arms. Yeah. He calls one spaghetti arms. Um, Oh, my God. Why are you you my least favorite kid in this classroom? when 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 the one girl says... Have you ever met Wonder Woman? And he says, yeah, yeah, we were kind of at a party. All I did was see her IF me from across the room. And you hear, huh? And he goes, what? I said F. And the one kid goes, sick? Yeah, sick. <laughs> uh, guys, it is fucking so... When, when Vigilante threw his phone out of the car, he lo- it's fucking perfect. It's a great show. It is a very humorous show. But now I'm just as intrigued with the story and where it's going. Oh shit! As anything, turnt this week. How many episodes are there? Do you know? I think there's ten. And where are we at? Six, seven next week. It's okay, so there's three more. So, no, four the more. Seven is tomorrow. If there's ten, then there's four seven, more eight, episodes. Nine, ten, so yep. there's still a, a chunk left, which let's, is good. Let's find out. Because um, now I want to know. Definitely Damn. worth checking out. I mean, highly recommend watching Suicide Squad first. Eight episodes. 
So we're almost done. So you have two more. Shit. I don't know. Yeah, that that sucks. But um, again, it's just no reason to disappoint because it it's been awesome every single week. And you should, if you have not watched Suicide Squad first, you you need to watch that first. It helps. It helps for sure. It helps for the development of Peacemaker and to understand more on why he yeah. is the way he is, because he is an asshole in the movie. <laughs> Ching chong. Chickity chopsticks. Ching chang, chickity chopsticks <laughs> is now my favorite. Th- I may change that to my gamer tag on PlayStation. Oh my god! All right, super good. What do you and say we take a thirty second break? That's all I got. Yeah, fuck it. I'll be right back. Greg's got to pee again. The old peanut bladder. All right, so we get to our list. Yeah, let's do the list. This ca- another one top of my head came out of nowhere. When it come out of nowhere, there I mean, was a, there was a long road it, here. Well, there, this, there, so, there could have been. So this is what. So what? There, this originally started as Mike sent me a meme or a, a text Sunday morning that said just one more thing that makes this day so great. Or Monday morning because it was your birthday, right? And it was Blazing Saddles had been released on my birthday. Yeah, uh, February seventh in what seventy seven or seventy four or something seventy six something like that. Can't remember. And I'm like, I was one, literally. Yeah. I'm like that. That's interesting. But maybe, maybe we see what our favorite favorite movies released on our birthday was. Yeah. So I started doing some research and too narrow. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you have how many years that you can have? But the problem was is that movies are always released on a Friday, so you only get like every fifth year. Right. My problem was that I can only go back for my birthday like like five, six, eight, ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what my favorite? One that I found on my birthday was? No. What We Do in the Shadows. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. February 13th. I was like, okay. So anyway, we couldn't get that. So I, so I said, what about our favorite birthday party movies? And you refined it to our favorite party movies. Right. So the the ruling was that there was a party in the movie. Right. So mine, there was a party that was a big part of the movie. Correct. Not just a small party like... Like, hey, it's my second niece's birthday. Here's a cupcake. Got to go. And then four hours later, the movie's over. Like, I do not have Animal House on mine because there's a party in it for, what, five minutes? The bulk of that movie is not based around the actual frat party. No, but there is a big frat party. There's actually two frat parties. Hell, the first 30 minutes of the movie is during frat movie parties where, they're, where they're recruiting. Where you just meet everybody. Yeah. Um, but, I I mean, I didn't put... Fair enough. I mean, listen... Yeah. That's fine with yeah, me. Yeah, it's. I just. It was. Uh, I didn't want it to be just like a mention of a party. Like, I guess uh, I'll just scratch it off my fucking list. No, no. Th- I. This is how I picked it. That's all. Yeah, I had. I had. Um, parties were a significant part of the movie. Pretty like easy. something. Something important happened during the party. Pretty easy subject for me. Good enough. Pretty easy. Pretty easy. All right. Pretty easy. Um, I'll let you go first this week. All right. So, starting off at my number five. Stellar movie from 2013. This is the end. Uh, that is a party that went horribly wrong, but yeah. was amazing. It was a great movie. And every, I mean, the whole movie basically is a result of... The rapture. Everything have, <laughs> happening party. at this party. Yeah. Uh, the Rihanna scene still cracks me up to, to this day. It's just when he smacks Rihanna's ass, it's... God, it's so funny. Uh, my favorite part is when they get the shit beat out of him by Hermione. 
Oh, that too. Yeah. That's so funny. Yes. Guys, we just got beat up by Hermione. <laughs> the one scene in that movie that I think to me is the absolute funniest is Danny McBride's entrance. He makes breakfast and he's just ripping on everybody. Which is typical Danny yes, McBride. Yes, classic Danny McBride. But yeah, This is the End was just, I mean, that movie instantly came to mind. I have um, I have that on my list. Because of all of the cameos they have and all oh, of the everybody, actors. Everybody that they know. Um, Literally everybody. So many. So I think that we're probably going to overlap a lot here. So I'm going to go, my number five is a movie called Gross Point Blank. Nope. Even though... Takes that, place back home, but that's why. Well, I don't think it's on your list. That's why no, I said it's not. it because I think I've got a handful here that are probably on your list. Right. Um, this movie, if you guys have never seen it, it's got John Cusack, Dan Aykroyd, Mini Driver, and the premise is he's a hitman. Oh, it's also got Joan Cusack in it, mm-hmm. who is fucking stare, stellar in it, right? As she usually is. He's a hitman who goes back for his high school reunion in Gross Point, Michigan. In, in Gross Point, Michigan, and um, hilarity ensues. It's. It's typical John Cusack. Mm-hmm. If you like John Cusack, the scene where he and Dan, and Dan Aykroyd are shooting each other over the countertop, I fucking crack up every time. Every time. It's so good. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, all right, my next one is not just party movies. Probably in my top ten favorite movies of all time anyway is Grandma's Boy. Oh, so good. That The, the party that happens at the house... And the fat nerd, Jonah Hill, sucks on his first boob for about seven hours. Yes. And the, they just call her the milkmaid. Yes. Um, on the couch. I mean, right off the bat, I'm hooked. That movie looked like it was going to be the biggest pile of shit when I decided to try it out. Because I'm like, okay, great. An Adam Sandler movie that even Adam Sandler won't be in? Right. Wow. And that movie is... Probably his one of his best his best comedies, and he had nothing. I mean, that movie is he was behind so, the camera; he wasn't in front of it. So fucking good. That movie never stops. We watched this at home. I watched it on DVD. Amy and I did one night. I'm assuming there was a lot of drinking involved. The scene where he comes home high, looking for something to eat, and and proceeds to cook everything in the fridge. Everything in the goddamn fridge which is where that kind of came from. Where he's going through and he's he's stacking now stuff in his arm. He goes, "Oh, what are you? What are you? Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna fucking eat you too." Yeah. And I, it's there's just so many little things in that movie that are absolutely hilarious. Grandma's boy. The part that I loved about it was that you had three women on there that were supposed to be these pristine, really sweet, clean yeah. ladies. Horrible. And Doris people. Roberts and Shirley Shirley Jones and who was the other one? I can't remember who the other the third woman is. The chick from Partridge Family. That's Shirley Jones. Okay. And then Doris Roberts, who was the mom in um, Everybody, Everybody Loves, Loves Raymond. Raymond. And I can't remember the... The, I can't the remember. old lady that's strung out on pills. Yes. Oh, her, I don't remember. These two, and they were fucking party animals. Oh, savages. Yes. Savages. So fucking funny. Because Shirley Jones ends up... With Nick Swardson. Banging Nick Swardson. Tearing that shit up. Multiple times. Yeah. Great movie. All right. Absolutely great movie. I'm trying to figure out how we're not going to overlap here. All right, I'll go number four. Uh, I'll go American Pie. Did not have it. I like him. I'm just not as big a fan of him as everyone else. Oh is. yeah. No. Have you watched him recently? Mm-mm. No. But Get, I've seen him. The, I, I like. I actually like the second one better than the first one because it's a little bit more off the rails in its ridiculousness. 
the story of me and American Pie is <laughs> I was married to my first wife and I was working at Software Etc. while I was going through aviation school. It was 1999. December 28th, which was my anniversary, there was a concert at Tropicana Field. It was Seven Dust, Creed, Kid Rock, and Metallica. What? Yes. So James and I went. And he lived like 10 minutes from the stadium. So we just went to the stadium, and then I just stayed with him. Probably didn't make my wife very happy that that was our anniversary, but uh, whatever. She ended up cheating on me anyway, bitch. So yeah, it was Kid Rock. It was Meta- We went for Metallica, well, and I was a huge Creed fan. But fair I, enough. I will say this. I wasn't a huge Kid Rock fan because at the time, most of his hits were the were the Ball with a Ball and the, the – the, and Cowboy. He, yeah. Uh, not even that one. It was the same two off uh, Ball with a Ball and um, – those were his biggest ones. Was Cowboy yeah, and Ball with a Ball, and Cowboy only was, God knows why. Cowboy was later. This was still earlier on in his career. It was 1990, 1999. Same DVD. There was another one. Um, I, it'll it'll come to me. Anyway, he was really good. Mm-hmm. I, I really, oh. I, I was really liked. I really liked him in concert. Anyway, we watched the movie. He's here in June. I had to get up. I had to get up at like six the next morning because I had to be at the store at open and I had to take care of the deposit. So I had to drive back. And I had what I was driving at the time called the Blue Anvil. It was like a 84 Chevy S10 that first gear didn't work. It was, it was nuts. Anyway, I got home. We get back to James's place, and I said, let's have a beer. Okay. Well, we proceeded to watch American Pie, and I got drunk. And I laughed so fucking hard at that movie. And James still makes fun of me every time we're hanging out. The next, next, next morning, he sees me walk down and get in my truck, and I just sat there for like five minutes because I got like two hours sleep. Right. It has a special place, but I can go back and watch it, and I laugh my ass off. I do find the second one funnier. Okay. But the first one, because it started it and because it has that memory for me, that it sits on the list. Two words. Stifler's mom. I mean, it coined the frame MILF, or the, the coined the word MILF. Yeah, for sure. And she was really good in those movies, too. She was great. And Stifler is the standout. He, absolute best. Absolutely. His... Those movies are not as good without him, for sure. No, of course not. Absolutely. He's the glue. Yes. That holds that hot mess together. Completely agree. Uh, My number three was also a layup, and that's Beer Fest. On my list. 100%. There it is again. What's not to love about this movie? Too short. Okay, fair. There wasn't a sequel. (laughs) Pot Fest, which apparently they're still trying to get done. Everything about th- this movie made me wanted to participate in Beer Fest and still think I could do pretty damn good. The games are so much fun. Uh, the Monkey Chug, that one would be tough. Frustrating. 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 Those guys, every one of those guys in that movie are absolutely hilarious. Dude, when he says in that movie that they stuck a ping pong paddle up his ass sideways. <laughs> Been shitting flapjacks ever since. Yes. Um, the fact that Landfill dies and they bring in his brother... His twin. His yeah. twin brother. And he goes, if, if you guys don't mind, you can call me Landfill. Like, how absurdly awesome is the fact they just kill a character and bring in another character that looks just like him, that's going to act just like him, but can drink more. So incredibly good. Everything and about that movie dude, is funny. And Cloris Leachman. Oh, the stable whore. Goddamn. Gam Gam really was a whore. She is just so incredible in everything she does. The fact they got her to do that movie. Is mind blowing. I enough. think that she was probably pretty ripe 
as a as a performer that there's a lot of those people back then a lot of people back then were a lot dirtier than they thought but it wasn't it wasn't popular culture to be no but still that's a in the acting world a pretty legendary name oh fuck yeah like you want me to do what fuck yeah i'm in there's um there's a movie called high anxiety that yep. mel brooks did and mm-hmm. it's got harvey corman and her in it and she's She's pretty raunchy in it. Yeah, it, but it's but I so think, she's awesome. Yeah, oh of course. I I just think that they do stuff like that because they think it's hysterical. What, young just, Frankenstein. Absolutely. Are you kidding? So good. Hello, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So beer fest, my number three. Yeah. Okay. Uh. My number three is going to be weird science. Fair. Oh. Good. I didn't even think of that one. I again fan, but not as big as everyone else well, is. It doesn't hold up. The movie, the movie doesn't hold up. It's, it's it, you liked it when you watched it, and you like it now because you liked it when you watched it. But if you saw this movie now for the first time, you'd be like, "Really?" My favorite part of it, since I have, I can, and I've rewatched it a few times. Is Chet? Oh, he's hysterical. Bill Paxton. Oh, he he's, walk he's out so with a good. sprained ankle. He walks out with a severe limp while holding a shotgun. Yes, I, <laughs> knocking him on the top of the head. It, 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 there's a lot to it that's. It's very '80s. I get it, but it was one of those movies that you grew up watching, and I, I, I like, I liked it. I loved it. Well, Kelly Lecoq. Oh, so good. Yeah, she was, she was a dirty little girl. Sorry, right. uh, I, I, I enjoyed. It. It's got a lot of moments that make me laugh. Um, I still think it's fucking hysterical when Anthony Michael Hall is sitting at the table and he's talking like the blues guy. Yes. Everybody's like, "Oh, you can't do that." Yeah, you can because it's fucking funny. Every damn night. Yeah. He's <laughs> so I mean, let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Bro. Tell to this day, anytime I hear someone say every night, I think of every, every damn, damn night. night. It it's I like it. In the risky business sunglasses. Yes. Um, I think he was wearing a white suit. Uh, white suit coat or something like that. I think uh, he might have. I, I remember him for some reason having on like a leopard skin coat. Doing but... his best to try and fit in. Oh yeah, drunk. Hilarious. Drunk. Good movie. It's good movie. Yes. I will say that for sure. Uh, my number two also laugh. I love everything about this movie, and it makes me laugh because I am a extremely shallow simpleton. Hot tub time machine. That's a good one. Uh, all the eighties references, obviously. Um, Again, John Cusack. It was very good. Hot was, Tub Time Machine 2 I was, was not. bummed. However, I will say this. Still scenes that make me laugh because oh, of Rob Corddry. Absolutely. It, there are moments where you laugh. But the song, You're a Fucking Nerd. Oh, yes. That's brilliant. Hysterical. There just wasn't enough to build it around. I saw this movie with Ryan, actually. Oh. I watched this with Ryan, and when that fucking nerd song came on, we lost it. Absolutely hysterical that that's movie like just ripping classic. Oh, yes it was so good but it just nerd. well like in the first one it carried itself and it nowhere near as good as the, the first second one. one you're like hey waiting for been waiting for laughing awful long time now i there, i feel like those even though there was some home runs there were a lot of strikeouts to a me lot in of the second one good scenes in the in the yes. second movie but as opposed one, to the first one the first one's great nonstop. The first one's really good yep when they had to walk out back because the guy said, "Oh, look, that chipmunk!" But they lost that bet. And they walk out back. <laughs> so fucking funny. Oh, the scene where uh, they're betting on the football game, and then he, Rob Cordry wakes up. No, they they wake up in the bathroom, and he had put liquid soap on his face and tried to convince him that he blew somebody. Yes. No, man, it's soap. Yeah, it's, it's soap. So- <laughs> Relax. <laughs> 
That is a cruel fucking trick. Yeah, it is. Mean. Mean. But funny. Funny as hell. But funny. Yes, sir. I agree. I'd be so pissed, but at the same time, be like, all right, that was you that was good. That's your number two? That was my number two. See, I think I know what your number one is. So um what, what's your guess at my number one? Office Christmas party. It is not. I left that off my list for obvious reasons. Too easy. Okay. And I talked about it for an entire fucking month. Yeah, but it's a great movie. But it, it, truth be told, yes, it is in my list, but I left it off for creative purposes. All right. Any other guesses? Yeah, I got a couple, but I'll go with my number two. We'll see if my number two is your number one. Okay. Old school. Number one. Okay. Number one. Yeah. I got your hat. Funky hat. That movie Snoop Loop succeeds on every level with everything it does. There's nothing wrong with every that movie. time you watch it. It just gets you. you some comedies you're like, you know, I remember Stifler. You, you still have, dude. The the party scene. That's what I. There, there's two parties in this movie, which is what make it so good. The first party with Snoop. That was a good one. Snoop Loop. Yes, that was that was great. The second party was um when they were at the birthday party. Yeah. And with the when he shoots himself in the neck with a tranquilizer, you're crazy. But that, but that movie, dude, every, everything is just—it's perfect. Ring the bell, you pussy. The cast, it just, it, old blue. Yes, the, it, it, Will Ferrell. Just uh, every well, he, you know, Will Ferrell's good in that. But the person that makes that movie to me is Vince Vaughn. It's, oh, it's not even Luke Wilson. Vince Vaughn makes that movie as funny the as the ultimate is. instigator. Yes, and obviously wants to live through him. Yes, the Will Godfather. Ferrell's great with Frank the Tank and. Yep. Oh yeah, I mess with the. Uh, I took out the restrictor valve and the stupid it's shit he says he's working exactly on the car. Not exactly street legal. Yeah, keep this, that this on the shit. down low. But Vince Vaughn with his, you know, you put ear, ear, What are you doing? Earmuffs, earmuffs. Put your earmuffs. We Massive need, ideas. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Cock balls. It did. Wait, hey, whoa, whoa, let's not go crazy now. Yeah. He just, he was perfect, Vince Vaughn in that, and his best role is Wedding Crashers. But I didn't put Wedding Crashers on there because a wedding's a wedding, not a party. But. But um, when it's not your wedding, it is a party. It, fair, I, you know what? I should have I should have thought about that. But nope. Yes, but, but you're right. It's his it's his comedy. The way that he delivers the lines in that movie that are just it, it, it's, and that was me learning Vince Vaughn before really Vince Vaughn was Vince Vaughn, mm-hmm. honestly. And Will Ferrell, we knew who he was, but he had not done. I think he was still on Saturday Night Live when he did that. Well, it came but out in 2003. When he yeah, so he wasn't on Saturday Night Live at that point, mm-hmm. dude. When he fucking does the goddamn tiger and he falls in the fire and he's in the ba- and he's in the locker room flipping out about how he let everybody down i every time i just a tear i laugh so hard i cry it's so good it's great it's so it really good is. all right it's, now yep. you can talk about it since it was your number one um well i mean we just pretty much gave away the whole movie yeah fair for sure fair um my number one because this movie holds significant relevance for me because of when I saw it, who I watched it with, and how many times I watched it, is Bachelor Party. See, I didn't put that on there because it's not like I rewatch it all the time. But that was also, and again, not to cut you off, but that was one of the original Porky's movies that I was not supposed to see, but I saw. See, Porky's was supposed to be on these lists like when I did the research to get the ideas from, I had my list of ones that I came up with, but I wanted to make sure I wasn't forgetting any. I don't remember a party in Porky's. Well, there wasn't really, unless you count the strip bar. Okay, Porky's. So I'd left my, I left it off that for a bit. Yeah. Bachelor party was we weren't supposed to see that stuff. Mm-mm. The fucking donkey snorts coke and, and dies. Um, the this 
one of the funniest scenes to me is when he's playing tennis with his girlfriend's father, and he just fucking hauls off home the run. home runs that shit. And he, the way Tom Hanks acts, oh my god, the guy with the with the the damn transvestite. It's just one thing after another in that movie. And I, Adrian Zamed was in that. The, the guy yes. that was in T.J. Hooker. Yes, uh, that was. Um, and I haven't even seen the movie in twenty years, and I still remember that. That was what was her name? Um, C- C- David Coverdale. No, the girl on the cover. Tony Katane. Tony Katane. The useless information I have in this. I'm head. telling you, it, it is it's... frightening. So you haven't seen it wrong. in a while. Lo- at least twenty years. You should watch it again. At least I th- twenty. I years. think that you'll chuckle quite a few times. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Just some of the jokes that they make. The thing, the way he talks to the kids when he's driving the bus. Yeah. Because uh, they're all because it's a Catholic school, and they think things he says to the nun. It's just, uh, yeah, 80s. I was I wasn't supposed to see that movie, and I saw it several times. Uh, none of us, and were. I enjoyed it se- uh, severely. The donkey doing drugs, eating pills, was top notch. It was great. Um, a couple of these that I have to because I, I would not even be fair. Um, honorable honorable mentions, fellas. Have to uh, mention super bad. You know what? I saw super bad once, and I didn't care for it. I probably ought to watch it again. Definitely worth it. Okay. Uh, definitely good. Especially... I, I remember my favorite part. Oh, it's warm. <laughs> Mc, 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 <laughs> like, McLovin, what would it be? McLovin is fantastic. Yep. Um, Van Wilder. The, for what? From what I can remember, the first big Ryan Reynolds movie. That was the f- that in waiting were the two big ones. Waiting was so fucking good. Yeah. There was a small party in that one, but that took place in the yeah. apartment at the toward um, the end. Van Wilder to me wasn't that good, except for Ryan Reynolds. The story was weak, the jokes were weak, but he was funny as fuck in it. It's Ryan yes. Reynolds. Yes. Um, and then the last one, this is an absolute, I just under must-see, but again, coming for me, so take that with a grain of salt. Mike and Dave need wedding dates with Zac oh, Efron and Adam good. Devine. Adam Devine, I heard that's good. I remember watching that the first time going, holy shit, how is this movie not more popular? Like, it was that good. Zac Efron. A lot of people don't watch it because of Zac Efron, which is stupid. He is hilarious. Yeah. He's, um, he's solid in a couple of roles I've seen him in. He's great in that movie, and he's also, I don't know, people are going to laugh, but the Baywatch movie with The Rock, Zac Efron plays the king shit, like arrogant prick lifeguard, and they fuck with him mercilessly, and then he comes around, obviously. That's a fun movie, too, but Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates was absolute very was very funny. Okay. Uh, and, the uh, ones on mine that we didn't mention, I didn't know if it counted as a party or not, but The Hangover? Uh, yes. Technically? Uh, yes. I figured it'd be on your list. Um, and the other one that uh, is Risky Business. Yeah. Dude, that party, when he has to save the egg and that shit's going to... It... Rebecca de Hornay. Yes. The movie was great. Yeah. And that was another one of the original, you're not supposed to see this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the bang on the subway, for God's sakes. Yeah. But it's Rebecca DeHorney. What else are you going to do? Right. The Read scene, comic the books? scene where he's trying to save the Porsche from going into the lake. So, like, I felt his pain, man. The, <laughs> the fear of. I think that's why it was so memorable, is because the fear of fucking up things while your parents are gone and then them coming home. Like, that scene where the parents come home, stressful as hell. Oh, right? Like, He's he's fucked. Yeah. Um, Three ways from Sunday. There was, I remember the egg, but wasn't there a scratch or something on something and it was like 
how did they not see that? Or how, how did that not give him away? It's been a while since I saw it, but yeah, I, think it's that been... they, I, I think that they saw that, and that's the only thing that they're like, you know what? We're going to have to have a talk. Yeah. And that was basically it, if I remember correctly. But along that line, yeah. like something so, like that minute was like, oh, that's what's going to fuck him up. Yeah. But it ended up being, like you said, it was not like a, you had a, you destroyed the house and yeah. That's what I remember most about that movie is the stress. Oh yeah, it was because I would be dead. Well, I grew up dead. next to I grew up next to my grandparents, so I never would have got away with the party. <laughs> oh, there's been I've talked about it. Uh, there's been numerous times I thought as a child I was going to be murdered, but and that's why that movie that is what I that's what resonated. Not sex on a subway. It was your parents are going to kill you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Because let's be honest, we were both always trying to get away with everything we could get away with. I mean, the subway would have been cool back then. Yeah, but. Yeah, that but it was fear of being murdered by your parents because you had a house party or destroyed something. The subway, the subway was the equivalent of winning the lottery as a kid or getting getting picked to be in the Nintendo Championships. Whereas the actual party was, uh, you know, I did that last week. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, that's normal when you go to New York, right? Sure. Every, every why time. not? Every time. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Um. You can check us out on our Patreon page. You can send us emails at top5forfighting at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram. We don't do much on Facebook anymore because it's not worth it. No. Twitter is done. Um, uh, you can check out our webpage, top5forfighting.com. We do have the store in there with lots of different shirts and stuff. If you decide you want to pimp us out, you can tell your friends. You can subscribe to us on YouTube if you're the type of person that would rather watch it. I mean, you, we don't do a whole lot except sit here and make stupid faces, but, you know, it's it's a good time. And um, yeah, and if you're one of the 40 that do, thanks. Yeah, facts. Appreciate it. Thanks for um, listening. Thanks for supporting. Good luck this week, buddy. Do we still have 40? Uh, I think so. This will add some suspense. Yep. Let's check. I don't think anybody's unsubscribed to us. 40, holding strong. Solid. So we've picked up like two in six months. Just need us. Uh, 60 more. But there you go. So, yeah. Go Bengals. Yep. Good luck, buddy. I'm excited. Thanks. Have fun on your trip. Chimichangas. <laughs> How fun? Seriously. That's what I'm super excited is Chimichangas. They were good. Uh, I'm glad that you liked them because that was just one of those things. Like, it's not like this ridiculously luxurious recipe. Like, you know, they've got, you know, unicorn meat or anything like that. They're just super good, and they I'm did. glad you liked them. They didn't have unicorn meat? Allegedly. I'm not supposed Damn to it. say. Well, now, now I'm not excited anymore. It's not, shit's not exactly street legal, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll get chimichangas on Friday. All right. Good for you. Yeah, I'm Enjoy excited. Enjoy the hell out of them. I definitely will. Go Bengals. Have a nice week. Don't be a dick. Let me tell you something about this monstrous leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How do you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I can smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first met Nick. It's like a cat in a litter box. (laughs)
All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's it's just, it's amazing to me. <laughs>